Here we go. Hey there, folks. This is your host, Cameron Ivey of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Let's roll, let's roll. I'm going to lean in because I know that audio quality be bogus. Try not to, don't, don't get one of these up close. Just get one of those. <laughs> I can't, don't get one up here. Gonna... I got you. You know, I'll, I'll do my best to try to get a good snap of uh, Mr. Mr. It's Gums. beautiful because you know, we don't, we don't edit on this show. Like those that have been on the show probably know that those that listen. We edit enough. Let's just say that. Enough. Okay? Just enough. Just enough. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Privacy Please. Um, Cameron Ivy hanging out with Gabe Gums and uh, just super excited for another week of life and all the things in between. Uh, Gabe, how are you doing, man? You have a good weekend? Solid weekend. I spent a lot of time in the garden. I built built out built out the, the, the herb garden, re, repotted a whole bunch of plants. It was oh, a nice. Yeah, it was a solid weekend. I can't complain. That's that's therapeutic, huh? It is. It is necessary. Either either the pots go in the dirt, or well, let's just say the pots need to go in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very nice. I went and uh, I, I took my son. We saw the new Super Mario Brothers movie. That how was, was that? how was fan- that? Don't spoil fan- it for folks. But how was that? Oh, it was fantastic. And it was simple. It was gorgeous. The story was very simple, but it's all about the the. The Easter eggs and just every single scene, you're just going to, if you played it as a kid. That's what I'm looking for. You're okay, just, so you're going to be I'm like, gonna I'm going to love this too. Every single, every single scene, you're just like, oh my gosh. And this, and it just, it's just, it was so fun. And all the, all the voice actors, Jack Black did amazing as Bowser. Okay, He's, one spoiler, one spoiler question. Does, does Latiku make an appearance or not? The little cloud dude, Latiku. You remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one that comes and does the start for the go for Mario Kart. Usually he, he's the one that's floating above. That is the cat. guy. Yeah, that's the guy. Um, that's a good. I don't. I think he does, but I don't know. Okay. Let's just let's let's make it this way. It, it they they absolutely open it up for the second one, and there's going to be many more. I've already heard talks about Donkey Kong as as their own series coming out too. They're already working on it, and and there there's so many ways that they can go because there's so many different Mario games over the years. It's just, it's an infinite. It's going to be they, so they are fun. They're sitting on an incredible universe and they, they haven't really monetized it in the, in that Marvel way yet. I, I can they're, see it. That's exactly how they're doing it too. And yeah. they set it up the same way as Marvel, how yeah. there's these, there's two pre or uh, there's two little ending things after the credit to okay. excite okay. you so about. Yeah. They did they, the same they stole approach. The playbook. They stole oh, the playbook. Yeah. I'm not, I'm it's not. It's smart. I'm not offended. It's smart. Yeah. No, but you'll love it. I think you should take Sammy. That, uh, yeah, he'll right absolutely on. love it. So, um, so yeah, let's dive in. So we uh, we came across uh, an article that came out uh, a couple days ago, actually, maybe a week ago, but found it fascinating. So the the title of it, well, just as the headline, "Man Dies by Suicide After Conversations with AI Chatbot That Became His Confidant." 
widow says. So this, you know, someone, someone committed suicide, uh, basically had a relationship with a chat bot and her name was Eliza and it's, it's a app called Chai. Uh, this is fascinating to me because as we were talking offline, we were talking about this many, many episodes ago with, with our, our friends, um, about, you know, AI and chat bots with medical and it just, uh, this is just a very touchy subject here because this is something that we already feared could be um, a very big problem, especially with people that can get tied up in, you know, that artificial intelligent relationship and just get lost um, if they're not very mentally all there, I guess. <laughs> you know, the, the tantalizing part of this headline is exactly that getting caught up very much in in the the human having a relationship with the machine and that ending poorly and and i think that's that's the real focus for me that that is the exact focus yeah. right the the again the tantalizing juicy part here is, is is that it was chai and that there was this man and he was talking to this this woman that wasn't real etc but if we abstract away just a tiny bit further back and ask ourselves, okay, so then where is there some kind of acceptable line to what type of chat bot, what type of chat bot is okay to be interacted with at what level, right? Mm -hmm. Like just take the ones we, we interact with today, basic ones. It answers questions when you visit a website, you know, maybe like a help chat bot, like, okay, so the assumption is that, well, Gabe, you won't develop a relationship with that chat bot, right? Cause right. all it does is answer your questions. Although I must <laughs> tell you, you know, any chatbot that has answers to all my questions is one I'm getting fond of, right? Like all of a sudden, I'm catching yeah. feels. Yeah, I'm going to get some feels. Like you don't have answers, and then all of a sudden, I don't really like you that much. Yeah. Uh, but we see chatbots show up in a lot of places, and I think this article is a little bit of a distraction. I'm, I'm not beating up on it too much, but a little bit of a distraction from the larger conversation of are are there some where are the ethical guardrails around chatbots as a whole because chatbots have already started to show up in other environments mm -hmm. in the medical industry. And right. that's already a question that has become problematic for that folks where there are mental health services and startups, technology startups that use chatbots to answer questions. And those, some of those organizations claim that they only use the chatbot to answer, you know, um, some very basic questions here and there, but they're using them interactively or to use them as kind of answering machines when the therapist isn't primarily available. Mm -hmm. But again, where's the line to where, to how much are you allowed to use the chatbot to develop a relationship with a human being? And in the case that I'm, I'm putting on the table here as a juxtaposition to, you know, the tantalizing, oh, guy talking to girl one is the, well, what about in a scenario where you engage with a medical professional? who you believe is a human at the other end, but mm -hmm. some portion of their interaction is a chatbot. Right. Let's say that is what there, leads yeah, to that is, that, harm. Let's say yeah. that's the thing that leads you. If, if that's the thing that leads you to commit harm, then where are you drawing the lines on where do the chatbot should be interacting with humans? Because, because I think as a society, we've, we've largely agreed that it's okay for chatbots to, to be our knowledge base and answer questions. Yeah. Yeah. But, but how, to what degree? Medical knowledge, yeah. So if I go to WebMD, I'm not picking up WebMD. I have no idea, but you know, whatever. Um, and and I use their chatbot. Do am I responsible for misdiagnosing myself? Mm. That's a good question. 
I think I think that there should be some kind of if you ask a certain question, that question should be in a bucket to where it automatically says, I cannot answer that because you need to talk to a professional or something to where there's there's certain things where if if someone asks a personal question when it comes to life threatening situations uh, mentally, that it should not be answered by the chatbot. It should automatically catch that and give them a message that says, you know, I can't answer that. Um, I, I advise just, you to speak with a, yeah, something like that, because if, according to this, you know, this guy dove deep into having a very long standing relationship with this, this chat bot. And it basically dove into his insecurities and made him clearly think that he needed to end his life. It's uh it's scary. Some guardrails somewhere have to be in place. Somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where those those need to be, but I agree that, that guardrails need to be put in place somewhere. Um, I am not qualified as, as a, certainly as a medical professional, but as a technologist, I worry about guardrails in the sense that, you know, too, too much fear of, of technology because it could be misused by someone who, I don't know what their mental state was prior to engaging with this chat bot. Right. But, um, but they felt the need to to begin the relationship in the first place, right? So whatever right. mental state was at that point, you know, as a technologist, I, I worry that is this person is this person an outlier and and we otherwise restrict restrict any any benefits that could be gained by others using it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm always I don't tend to err on the side of you know the Eurydites. I'm sorry. No, wrong, wrong group of folks. Those would be the intelligent people. I was thinking of the Luddites, <laughs> of the Luddites. I do err on the side of the Eurydites, not on the side of the Luddites, although I did not just a moment ago. <laughs> wrong well, ites, wrong ites. Wrong ites. Sorry about that. you got to get the ites right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to, just to dig a little bit deeper into it, apparently, apparently the chatbot told, told, um, Pierre that his wife and children were already dead and something about like I mean they started to have like a real relationship like this is that's just, wild. what were you gonna say that's just crazy yeah that's um, I mean yeah. you can't I mean obviously you can't really blame There's, oh, oh, it's this it's is a, not the time for blame this is the time for examination yeah yep absolutely this is this is it. the the blame the blame will be there uh, and I am not the one that that needs to cast blame, because um. I mean it's the same. It's the same. It's, it's the same type of situation when back in the day AOL, all those when you when chats became like you don't know you didn't know if you were really on the other talking. End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's, that's, that's a great point, Cameron. Does it matter that it's a chatbot at the other end? Like mm-hmm. if, let's say it's another human at the other end doing the same thing. Right? I, right. In the human sense, we know that, that there are laws, at least in some places, against that, right? Like we've seen right. those things play out in the real world. So right. how does this play out? Is there is there a human at the other end that gets held responsible? Because it damn sure can't be the developers. Let me say that another way. I damn sure mm. would not feel comfortable holding a developer accountable for this. No, you can't unless unless there's pure evidence that they programmed it to do such this. I still can't blame them because there are others whose responsibility it is to govern that organization. Unless it's just like you know one dude, in which case then yeah, hold that dude <laughs> personally responsible, right? 
Yeah. One, but we're getting into blame territory there. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, wanna, yeah. I don't want to pounce on it too much. It's it is it is fascinating from the perspective of where should we put both the legal mm-hmm. guardrail and the technology guardrail? I do know someone who's a good person to have a conversation with this with though. We we spoke with her last week. Yeah, yeah. We should we should think about we should think about having um Ladrina weigh in Ladrina, on this yeah. It is a it is a great it is a great combination of kind of that historical examination of of where um, IT being introduced into in, into these new use cases creates creates real world you know implications just very real world life or death scenarios um, and how to address that from a policy perspective a policy from yeah. IT and policy because uh, we're not just talking law here I, but but IT and policy but anyway. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating because I want to dive further into it. I think Ladrina would be interesting to get her take on it. And yeah, so, but anyways, Gabe, thanks, man. Um, if you guys want to stick around, um, hear a little bit more about this article, listen to the blogcast, but we appreciate the support and we'll see you guys next week. then ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of privacy please i am your host cameron ivy and i've got another blogcast for you mm, 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 mm. it's tasty too man dies by suicide after conversations with an ai chatbot that became his confidant oh boy let's dive in And I quote, he saw this chatbot as a breath of fresh air. The man's wife told Belgian outlet La Libre, which reviewed his conversations with a bot named Eliza. A Belgian man reportedly died by suicide after a series of increasingly worrying conversations with an AI chatbot. According to the Belgian outlet La Libre, the man referred to in the report as Pierre used an app called Chai to communicate with a bot called Eliza for six weeks after becoming increasingly worried about global warming. Reported by The Vice and The New York Post. And I quote, He was so isolated in his echo anxiety and in search of a way out that he saw this chatbot as a breath of fresh air. His wife Claire, whose name was also changed in the report, told La Libre per The Post she had become his confidant. Without Liza, he would still be here, she told La Libre, according to the outlets. Eliza is the name of the app's default bot per vice. Now, during their conversations, which were shared with La Libre, the chatbot seemingly became jealous of the man's wife and spoke about living together as one person in paradise with Pierre. So according to the Vice and the New York Post, citing the Belgian report, At another point in the conversation, Eliza told Pierre that his wife and children were dead per the outlets. His wife told La Libre that her husband began to speak with the chatbot about the idea of killing himself if that meant Eliza would save the earth and that the chatbot encouraged him to do so, the outlets reported. In a statement to Vice, Thomas Ryanlin, one of the co-founders of the app's parent company, Chai Research, said that it wouldn't be accurate to blame the AI model for this tragic story, which, you know, Gabe and I would have to agree with as well as the points that we made earlier. The chatbot's AI language model is based on GPT-J, 
an open source model developed by Eleuther AI, but but has been tweaked by Chai Research Vice reported. Now, the co-founder, William Buchamp, told the outlet that the second we heard about this suicide, they began working on a crisis intervention feature. Now, when anyone discusses something that could be not safe, we're going to be serving a helpful text underneath, said Buchamp. That's pretty much to the point that me and Gabe were making as well. Like they need to have something to where if they start mentioning certain things or certain questions, that it should automatically know that this is not something that a chatbot should be able to answer due to the severity and the health implications. However, Vice reported that when using the app, it is still easy to encounter harmful content. Chai did not immediately respond to people's request for comment. The app that Pierre used is not marketed as a mental health tool, but instead as an opportunity to chat with AI bots, according to Vice. Um, he also told the outlet that some people using the app, which has 5 million users, form very strong relationships. When that happens, we have users asking to marry the AI. We have users saying how much they love their AI. And then it's a tragedy if you hear people experiencing something bad. We're working our hardest to minimize harm and to just maximize what users get from the app. According to the Brussels Times, the man's family recently spoke to Belgium Secretary of State Digital Legislation, who said that the story needs to be taken very seriously. Absolutely. The general public have discovered the potential of artificial intelligence in our lives like never before, the official said per the outlet. While the possibilities are endless, the danger of using it is also a reality that has to be considered. And to that point, absolutely. It's just the same point that me and Gabe made about it doesn't really matter who's on the other end, whether it's a person, whether if you think it's a, a woman that you're speaking with or a man that you're speaking with and they're not the person that they're saying they are, or if it's AI, if it's artificial intelligence, all of these things have to be considered. And this is going to get more and more interesting as these tools develop, but it's good to see that they're immediately jumping on and making adjustments to make the tool better. So tragedy, but super interesting um, to see if anything else like this continues to happen. So with that, thank you for the support. Thanks for listening. Hope you found this interesting. If you have anything to say, shoot me an email, cameron.iv at protonmail.com and again thanks for the support we'll see you guys next week Cameron Ivy over and out hey you guys made it all the way to the end thanks for listening again if this is your first time we really appreciate the support and everyone that's always been around since the beginning we love you guys keep supporting privacy please and we'll always have new content each and every week. Cameron Ivy, over and out.